0: Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, Everybody's on mute at the moment, um, but we'll unmute if you you want to ask, um, or interrupt, or ask a question. Just, um, can folk unmute themselves, Andy? Uh, Yeah, they can. If you want to unmute yourself, you just do. And um, then you can speak, obviously. Um, This evening, I I don't know if you remember, but um, a few weeks ago, John did an interesting talk, uh, and he used a bell. Um, and he stuffed the bell full of a with a sock, and it didn 't ring um, coincidentally before that i 'd been looking for a talk about bells and i couldn 't find it a, a story a, a story that I really really like and then yesterday, by chance, looking through an archive, I came across it so um, i 'm going to read it to you it's it 's an easy night for me because i 'm going to read so you can uh, you can relax and close your eyes if you want so <laughs> I'm just gonna read this story. I'll try and read it slowly. It's about a bell. Okay. A man is walking along a mountain path in Japan and he comes upon a small hermitage with a large temple bell, suspended from a simple wooden pagoda. The bell doesn't have a clapper, but is struck on the outside much as one would strike a gong by a small log suspended from the pagoda by two ropes. Admiring the excellence and obvious age of the engravings on the casting, the man hears the footsteps of the temple priest and turns to ask, how old is this extraordinary bell? Touching his palm to the massive casting, The priest responds, this is about 500 years old, but pointing to the black void within the bell, the emptiness within is eternal, he said. The emptiness within is eternal. He then proceeds to swing the striker. It's like a big log, I've seen him in Japan. Gently back and forth, holding it lightly, but firmly with his two hands. Then he releases it letting it swing freely so that it strikes the metal casing of the bell. The deep and even tone spreads out over the whole area, to the mountains across the valley, beyond the tops of the cedars, and back to the very foundations of the hermitage. It seems as if the bell had rung itself. Even the leaves seem to stop rustling in the wind to listen to it. Smiling, The priest looked at the man and asked, now please answer my question. Where did the sound come from? From the metal casting or from the emptiness inside? So what do you think? Where did the sound come from? The metal casting or from the emptiness inside? It's an easy starter for five. Everybody knows the answer. You don't, you're not even gonna to bother to tell me, is that right? Okay, I'll carry on then. <clears throat> the metal casting of the bell is form, and the hollow center is emptiness. The bell's function, the ringing of its unique tone, is located neither in the casting nor in the emptiness of the center. Without the hollow interior, the bell would be a metal slab that might clang, but would certainly never emit music. On the other hand, the hollowness within the casting would produce only the rushing echo of silence. For the bell to sound, both form and emptiness are needed. The bell is not just the metal casting, it is the casting and the emptiness within. This is the important part of the story. When the metal eventually corrodes away and disappears, the space, the emptiness it enclosed, will still exist. No longer the space within the bell, it will return to the boundless space from which it had originally come when the bell was cast. The space within the bell's enclosure is in itself the same regardless of whether the bell encloses it or not. But for the period of time in which it is enclosed by the bell, its relatedness to the casting makes it functional. The space within the bell's enclosure is in itself the same regardless of whether the bell encloses it or not. But for the period of time in which it is enclosed by the bell, its relatedness to the casting makes it functional. So who is the bell? What is the bell and what is the emptiness? What is the bell and what is the emptiness from your perspective? Roshi, I'm the bell. You're the bell? Yeah. Um, um, and um, the emptiness is put in nature. And, and and what are you? I'm, I'm I'm the bell for the for as long as I live. <laughs> <laughs> and why why does the bell why does the emptiness have this unique manifestation in Andy? Oh, no, it's above my pay grade, that one. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't ask, I didn't ask to be born. (laughs) Okay, okay. Gareth, Garfield, sorry. Hello, Roshi, good evening. Hi. So, my initial reaction is that the, the space is your mind and the bell is thought. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, that he so went down the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't surprising your answer. <laughs> <laughs> so the brain, the brain, the brain is the. So I say it again. The brain is the bell. Mind. The mind is the space. The mind is the space, and the bell is a thought. Okay, Garfield. Thank you, but I can't. I can't agree with you on that. But we'll leave it for a second, see if it amplifies. Eh? Okay. Thank you for contribution. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. The brave. Rosie. Hello. Hi. I I was wondering what the sound is. Because there's the bell. There's the space, but then there's the sound as well. I'm hearing the sound right now. <laughs> That's me. It's you, yeah. You're the sound. Ah, oh, okay. Thank you. It's okay. Keith, I, I would agree that uh, I would agree with Andy that I'm the bell, but I'm also the emptiness within it, and yeah. the noise and, and the sound is just the cause and effect of of my own life, the my own interactions and you know, the outside forces of cause and effect. It's yeah. all one thing. Thank you, Keith. What a splendid bell you are. <laughs> yeah, you have to unmute, Lynn. You have to unmute yourself. Hi, Ruth, can you hear me now? We can hear you, yeah. Emptiness has oh. been overcome. Oh, great. So, Okay, I am the bell, the instrument or the vessel. Yeah, the emptiness is my essential nature waiting to manifest into potential, potentially what whatever I am or is. <laughs> okay, you because... ring, does it? <laughs> your essential nature arouses a ring to make your own unique gong. Is that right? That, yeah, that would, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. What do you think, Garfield? Garfield? What, what do you think now? Just curious what you're thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I still believe there's an essence in what I was thinking is there. And the thoughts resonates and you can, you often, um, your mind is still, but it's uh, in its natural state once the thought has gone away. Once the thought... okay, but I can understand obviously the, the body as well. Okay, thank you for you clarifying your original statement. Thank you, it's good. Uh, thank you. I can't see it. Hang on. I'm just going to go on to page two. Tim, Hello, a- you asked um, Andy why emptiness is Andy, and he said it was above his pay grade, which I thought was a good answer. Um, so, but I can only answer for Tim. And emptiness is Tim because I am. That's it. Emptiness is Tim because I am. Because I am. So would you say I have emptiness then? I am emptiness. How do you make? How would you make the bell ring then? Boom. Okay. I call you Tim Casting. Is that a Tim Steele from now on? <laughs> you Thank you. Anyway, I hope you <laughs> like the story. I really like the story very nice isn't it yeah but the um what's the last line the space within the bells enclosed within in itself the same regardless of whether the bell encloses it or not so we all embody the same emptiness and we make it unique by our own nature yeah by our own character personality i i i i'm going to save this i've got I wanted to talk to this, I don't know if anybody's heard of Viktor Frankl. He was, um, he was uh, in a concentration camp for many years and he wrote a wonderful uh, lecture called Moving Beyond Optimism and Pessimism to Find the Deepest Source of Meaning. I'll talk about it on Saturday if anybody wants to check it out. It's called, it's by Viktor Frankl, Moving Beyond Optimism and Pessimism to Find the Deepest Source of Meaning. Wonderful. So I won't. I won't go there tonight. Love an early night. Unless is anybody more to say? Yeah, Rosie. uh, uh, Josie. Maybe ask something. I've in terms of the the bell. um, I find myself more easily wanting to embrace the emptiness, but not so much. The bell. I'm wanting to not be the bell and get away from the bell. Okay, well you know my old joke, you can always do that at the airport, but it says self-storage. You can go and store yourself and go away, have a break. You have self-storage warehouses at airports. Oh, uh, right, okay. You can go and store Josie away, have a, a break from her. And you can come back. <laughs> Josie, I'm sorry, you can't escape, Josie. Hello. The only victim you've got for the whole of your life. <laughs> You're going to need to come to terms with her. she. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Okay, folks, should we do, should we, should we finish?